You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm telling you, Sarah, there's been a lot of jets. I think that you sound like a crazy person again. Nope. I haven't heard any of these jets. You keep sitting over there saying, oh, hear the jets. I hear nothing. Nope. Day and night, there have been jets flying over the city of Portland. I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm telling you, something is up. Have you talked to anybody else about these jets, or is it just something you've been internalizing? Well, I know I post about it, but then I don't know. Do people ever... say that they hear the jets, too? Well, nobody responds, but that's either either they don't hear them. And then them. do you get embarrassed because nobody commented on it, so you take it down and pretend like you never posted it? No, that was only one time <laughs> that I did that. Um, uh, maybe I've watched too many conspiracy theory shows. I think so. Hello, this this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live five days a week here from Portland, Oregon. But don't forget, if you're shopping online, that's oh, the newest thing, oh, oh, oh. cyber shopping, Sarah. I hear that's all the rage, Greg. It's all the rage to cyber shop. Go to funemploymentradio.com first and check out all of our fine sponsors on the right-hand side that are online uh, online uh, sellers of things and Can we objects. just have a, a, a like a space on our website that's just called the Cyber Mall? Cyber Mall! Yes! I knew you'd like that one. I just thought of that. I'm like, Greg will love that. We will create Fun, the fun Employment em- Radio Cyber Mall. I, I love this idea. I know you do. I absolutely love this idea. We will get that set up in the meantime. And I'm going to make... What I'll do is I'm going to Photoshop something that kind of looks like a mall sign. Uh-huh. You know, they're always kind of have like weird like circles and squares and stuff. I'm going to make a Fun Employment Radio Cyber Mall. I love And then this. you click on that and then you can go to our Cyber Mall. Well, before the Cyber Mall is set up, <laughs> you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. And on the right-hand side, we have all kinds of different uh, sponsors that uh, you can click on there and then go buy whatever you're going to buy, like from ThinkGeek or Amazon or whatever kind of location it is on the, on the interwebs, on the cyberwebs. And uh, just click on our site first, that one click does help out, costs you nothing, sometimes to even get uh, some money off of your purchase. Oh my goodness. All right, so uh, we've got a lot of stuff to get to today because we are going to be joined in just a little bit by Matt and Jesse from Secret Society. So what I'm saying is if you uh, are able to maybe imbibe in a cocktail or two uh, today during the course of the show, today might be the day. They always bring in some deliciousness. That's true. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying everyone's just, you know, we're just giving you the heads up. Okay. Yes. There we are. Heads up has been given. Yes. So so that will be going on. Uh, um, yeah, but in addition to the Jets, so I am super excited. I I have to be honest. I I couldn't stop thinking about this idea last night of uh, what we found out from our friend Nick yesterday. Yes. So as you guys know, so I many do exciting a, things are happening to you, Greg. Jets and this thing you're going to talk about. Yeah, there are so many exciting things, and and this is this has to do with, of course, I do my uh, all guy. We have our all guys camping trip that happens once a year, where me and about uh, I don't know, it could be anywhere from. Six to a dozen of my friends go up into the woods oh. and for three days and we drink and we hang out and we uh, throw have, rocks at cans, throw rocks at cans. And we had, uh, we, you know, we, we have we have quite a bit to drink up there, you know, but it's celeb- celebratory. And one of the things that uh, we do is we like to have fun with anybody else who's driving around up there while we're camping. And this is an idea that was given to me. I'm not claiming credit for coming up with this, but I am saying I'm going to use it. And it came from our friend Nick. And he said <laughs> that here's something that him and his buddies used to do. I think they were in Hawaii or something like that on like one of some, some rural I think it was in, in Canada. Well, he said an island. So, oh, okay. okay. Well, whatever yeah. it is. Either way, um, 
it says we camp uh, the way we camp. It's like car camping is what it's called. So it's way up in the in the woods, but there's other people driving by, and it's heavily heavily wooded area. So what they would do is they would take like a lady's purse, an empty lady's purse, like they buy one from Goodwill, mm-hmm. wrap like a string around it that you can't see, and they'd leave it out there on the side of the road, oh, like a fishing line or something. Yeah, like a fishing line, and so cars would drive by. And, you know, they're driving fast because it's out in the woods, but everybody sees a purse on the side of the road. And so then it would take them a couple of minutes just to, like, slow down, stop, and start backing up. Oh, yeah, probably like an, like an extra, like, 100 or 200 feet, right? Right, yeah, exactly. like, oh, God, there's a woman's yeah, purse. Yeah, there's a purse on it's the side of the road. probably full of treasures. Exactly. And so they would <laughs> slow down, and while these cars were slowing down, Nick and his buddies would be off in the woods where they couldn't be seen, and they'd yank the purse back off the road. So it's not there anymore. So by the time these guys are backing up, they're looking for it. I'm like, um, I can't see what's going on. Uh, where's the... And then they'll the back, like, all the way back, they'll like, back even all the way, way past up, it? Yeah, they'll back up all the way past it looking for it, and then they don't see it. And then... And they would throw it back out there on the road while they they're first. like, well, they're like a couple hundred feet back looking for this purse. They throw it back out there on the side of the road while they're not looking. So then they look ahead and they see it again. And they're and speeding by, speeding by, and <laughs> yank it back off the road again. And they would do this over and over to uh, people who were driving by. This sounds incredible. I am going to do this. this I summer. can't believe you've never thought of that before. That's a pretty hilarious thing. You can't borrow any of my purses, but I will go shop purse shopping with you to find just the proper one. All you need is anything from Goodwill. Something that's going to stick out on the side of the road. You need something? No, because I, I'm sure that Nick also gave this some thought because you have to have it at least look like a decent purse. So that way it looks like it's full of treasures because somebody's just not going to stop at the side of the road if you you don't even know what a decent purse looks like. Well, no, but neither do any of the dudes that are going to be driving by that stop. Yeah, but it's like purse. a lady purse. I, I think that I should help you pick out a, a bright colored, expensive, fancy, not 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 expensive, but that looks fancier lady purse. Yeah, it's got to be cheap. So I it mean, looks like nothing... it's full of treasures. Okay, so it looks like it's full of treasures. Mm-hmm. All right, I can agree with that. I am excited about this. Idea. I know you are. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> I, I am. I am. I am quite excited. So this is going to be your new idea. So no more mooning cops as they drive by. Well, that wasn't. You say that there's an entire story behind that that people would have to go back to and listen to. That was an accidental accident. An accidental accident? A, a, an accident in uh, mooning, mooning the police officer. That, didn't, that wasn't intentional. It kind of ended up happening uh-huh. that way, though. Yes, I did. I did moon a police officer when I was keeping. I mean, not me. <laughs> and but you some didn't get in trouble, and you lived to tell the tale, so that's no, good. No, no, no. He just laughed at us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway. But yes, so... Treasure purse. All right, so uh, so Blood Vixen is asking, wait, so what's the purse going to be full of? Nothing, because they're never going to get it. Because ne- So you're <laughs> just going to hide in the bushes, throw out the purse with the twine. Yeah, wait till they stop and they see it and they slow down, but then already, boom, it's gone because they yank it back into the woods and they don't see where we are. And then they're backing up looking for this thing over and over and over and then throw it back out there again. And then... Uh, this could also pee. end poorly for you if you're in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere. Like, I can hear... It. <laughs> Like a shotgun. I'm like, all right, you fuckers. You think this is funny? Yeah. Think it's all fun and games? Why don't you come out here? <laughs> I'll is, show you how funny it is. That is true. There is a little bit of a risk involved. Uh, laws and regulations aren't really necessarily followed up there as much as anywhere else. So there is possible. You got to be careful. I mean, like, look, if Nick's talking about this. He's probably in a safer area, like on an island. Where, uh, if I if I remember correctly, he was saying, because I caught bits and pieces of this while he was talking, that uh, that everyone kind of knew each other on that island. So nobody's really going to murder each other on that island. Oh, well, yeah. But there's a group of us, see? So they, there's no way they'd get all of us. So we, some of us would escape. So you want to sacrifice some people. Well, I don't know who it would be, but some of us will escape. I'll put Kenny on it. Kenny will be the one that, that fishes them out. I think it'll work out well. I think it'll be amazing. Don't use Kenny as uh, angry redneck <laughs> shotgun bait. As our bait for it. <laughs> no. Um, 
All right. Well, I know that uh, I know that we do have our. Well, really quick. Well, you're talking about Nick, and it reminded me of because uh, Nick is actually in charge of our cornhole league yes. that we play every year. Yes. And I know that we've talked about this before. How Greg and a bunch of his friends, and including myself, I might be doing this, are going to be dressing as uh, WWF wrestlers. For Halloween. For Halloween. That's for Halloween, though. However, Greg and a bunch of our friends have started to incorporate a lot of wrestling, like, lexicon into our day-to-day lives. So we were playing some cornhole yesterday, and Greg decided that he wants to give himself a wrestling-slash-cornhole nickname. Yes, for the for cornhole the, league. For the league. So, Greg, I want you to please to be telling everybody what you desire <laughs> to be called well, while you're playing cornhole. Okay, this was also after I had a beer. I wasn't thinking I was going to be talking about this on the show because out of context, this sounds completely wrong. But I did give myself a wrestling cornhole league name of the Ultimate Cornholer. And so that was going to be my... See, this sounds out of context now. It's, it's out of context, and it sounds weird when I say that. Um, you know, the ultimate cornholer. I think that it would be good, and then I can intimidate. So the instead other of the ultimate warrior, you're the ultimate cornholer. Yeah, and then while we're playing Bozik and you know Scott Daly and Keelan and everybody you else, you can intimidate them. Yeah, I'll be like the ultimate cornholer is feeling the power flowing through. Yeah, see, and I yes, can do he was those doing this yesterday, by the way. Yeah, and then I gave uh, I gave Tristan since he's on my team. He is now going to be named Corn uh, Hogan instead of Hulk Hogan. He's Corn Hogan. See? Corn Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Cornholer. The Ultimate Cornholer yes. and Corn Hogan. Yes. Instead Teaming of up. Hogan. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's going to be, I might, I might put on face paint for it. I'm not entirely sure. I think that you would freak people out. I think you could get in their heads if you were in the middle of a bar in a cornhole league and wearing face paint and going, I'm the Ultimate Cornholer. Uh, Norm from Texas is saying that, uh, Greg, that name makes you sound like a power bottom in a gay porn about wrestlers. Well, out of context, yes, in the context of the Cornhole League, myself and Corn Hogan, you know, we're, we're going to be a, we're going to be a duo that nobody wants to mess <laughs> ultimate with. Ultimate Cornholer and, and Corn Hogan are going to take it. And then we were talking and I came up with one, which I was really excited about because, uh, because Nick, our friend is basically the overseer of everything. Like he's in charge of the Cornhole League. He's like the ringmaster. He, you know, lay, yeah. lays down all the rules. And we're talking about it and we're like, right, who would that be? That's Vince McMahon. And we're like, what name could we come up with him that would be Cornhole centered? And I got it. Yeah. Nick, this summer will be. Vince McManhole. Vin- Vince McManhole in charge of the entire Cornhole League. Vince McManhole is yep. in charge. He's the commissioner. Of the commissioner Vince McManhole. Commissioner Vince McManhole <laughs> is going to be. So I'm going to have to come up with some other names for everybody else. But, okay. Uh, but we'll have to. Uh, we'll, we'll have to. I know. See. I want to figure out some. I'm, I need to go through because there are literally hundreds of these names, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you, but you have to be able to work cornhole into it. Yeah, corn. We were able to within five minutes come up with. You were able to, and we were able to cornholgan the ultimate cornholer and Vince Vic, uh, McManhole. Yeah. It's going to be pretty incredible. It's going to be pretty incredible. <laughs> so, so yeah, I am very excited about that. Yes. Plus, I know you know a few people that work at the bar are huge wrestling fans too. So, I think that this might be a, a thing. Wrestling and cornhole together as one. I know. Who thought of it? Who, who would have thunk it? Who would have come up with something like that? I know uh, it was us. <laughs> All right. Well, should we? Uh, All right. Ultimate cornholer. I do have some world of crazy. The ultimate cornholer. You are going to throw out your voice by if you keep doing that impression. Yeah, I know. Beware, Corn Hogan. <laughs> no, I did already tell Nick. I'm like, hey, we have this brilliant idea. You're going to be Vince McManhole. And he's just like the most laid back guy. He's like, all right, cool. <laughs> 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 okay. So what I'm thinking, Greg, is that we should probably make him a shirt. 
It says Vince McManhole. Yeah. Commissioner Vince McManhole. Commissioner Vince McManhole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to come up with cornhole names for everybody. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, I saw this one. It's kind of an update of a story that we had uh, in a segment I like to call Life Lessons. And, Greg, this didn't happen to you, even though it could have. Now, do you remember the young man who peed on the Alamo? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Greg, this past Monday, 23-year-old Daniel Athens of El Paso, Texas, has been sentenced to 18 months in state prison. 18 months in prison? 18 months in state prison. Wow. For urinating on the Alamo. So this, uh, this sentence was part of a plea deal. I know. It's kind of bullshit if you think it like... It's a tad excessive. It's pretty excessive. It was part of a plea deal reached uh, after the incident in which Daniel Athens was caught by an Alamo ranger in a chained-off area not open to the public, zipping up after urinating on the historic landmark. 18 months? Mm-hmm. A year and a half in jail? I mean, granted, that's a dumb thing to do, to pee on an, on you know a historical building. Mm-hmm. That would be something really And then this story about, just but. lists a, a whole bunch of depressing like scenarios where like justice isn't served. It's like, yeah, so this kid pees on the Alamo and gets 18 months. It's like, unless you're the great-grandson of a chemical baron who's convicted of rape and got off with nothing. You know, it's like all these things. Just right, like, yeah. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, or a wealthy drunk driver that killed a bunch of people, whatever. Like, and, you know, that that doesn't apply to you. However, the law applies to you if you piss on the Alamo. Yeah. 18 months in state, in the state penitentiary. That's that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, Carrie's in the chat asking, what did Ozzy Osbourne get for peeing on it? I think he was banned for 10 years from San Antonio, I think is what it was. Uh, a 10-year ban. Because I know he ended up coming back and playing there. Mm-hmm. Like, after the ban was over. But I don't believe he did any jail time for it. No. Like, jail time, that's... That's a year and a half. That's ridiculous. I mean, I know it's Texas. I know things are different there. Texas justice is a little different Come than the up, rest of the know, world. And if you really want to punish him, I don't know. Give him a day in jail and put him on probation for a while or something like that. A year and a half in jail for that. They should make him like have to work security detail for five years at the sure, or something. something. Just stand there and making sure the other people yeah, don't do it. Give him like 20, you know... A, a hundred hours of public public service or mm-hmm. something like that. Or yeah, he also, not, on, on top of that, he also has to pay a $4,000 restitution. Wow. And 18 months in jail. Damn. That just doesn't seem legal, but it's Texas, so. <laughs> it, it, that it is. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Just wanted to give you an update on that. Here's an update on something that would have made 10-year-old me sad. Yes, it's a match made in pop culture heaven. Donnie Wahlberg course the sexiest new kid from the boy band new kids on the block per per sarah he was the sexiest bad boy oh god donnie Wahlberg was the bad boy yes he's a very bad boy when he's dancing around up there he is only bad boys know how to dance properly like donnie (laughs) well donnie Wahlberg. there's nothing bad boy about that okay donnie Wahlberg has proposed to nut job hot nut job jenny mccarthy oh wow and she has said yes Yes, of course. Uh, I forgot as, they were dating. Mm-hmm. No, so uh, so she's 41 and he's 44. They've been dating for about a year and she announced her good news this morning on whatever show it is that she works on now. I have no idea. So she said that she got engaged. Um, she's getting... They're going to get married soon. Are you this? Is this... A sad day for you. Kind of makes me sad. Yeah. I mean, I know. Did you think you stole the shot with? Uh, I know there's Don- such thing as divorce, ba- but bad, I mean, bad boy Donnie Wahlberg, real yeah. bad boy he is. Real, real tough guy. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, there you go. Donnie Wahlberg, the best new kid, is marrying anti-vaccination nut Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. And that isn't the worst... So this story just came out. Thank you to uh, Greg for pointing this out. Also for, to Keelan for sending this to me. Oh, okay. This is... All right, you're going straight for this thing. This is... I just have to do it. This is like breaking news. This just happened this is last, breaking news. last this, night, right? This just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, I'm just making sure that our guests uh, haven't arrived yet. Let me see. Oh, and they have arrived. Uh, if you want to go and... I don't think they saw my message. Do you want to go and I'll just continue on? Uh, okay. Sure. All right, guys. It's just you and me. Here we go. This story is terrible. Breaking news. A rapper, not in the Wu-Tang Clan, but affiliated with the Wu-Tang Clan, was rushed to the hospital early this morning after he decided to cut off his own penis and then jump off a second-story balcony in what police believe to be a suicide attempt. Yes, a rapper affiliated with the Wu-Tang Clan was rushed to the hospital early this morning. Uh, again, let me just say that really clearly after he cut off his penis and then jumped off a second-story balcony, in which police believe is a suicide attempt. <sighs> so sources say they were called to an apartment building in North Hollywood. This happened about 1 o'clock this morning and found uh, the rapper, his name is Andre Johnson, on the sidewalk, critically injured. Now, um... I don't know if you noticed what I said in the first sentence, but this was a second-story balcony. I don't know what the hell this guy was thinking, let alone, you know, with the penis cutting off and what have you. But uh, So he was rushed in an ambulance to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center. It's unclear if doctors were able to reattach Johnson's penis or if the penis was even found on the scene. They don't really know what happened to the penis. So uh, Andre Johnson is a rapper who was in a group founded by the members of uh, Wu-Tang. There aren't any pictures of his cut-off penis. I'm sorry, I do, and it's being asked, Jez is asking, why would you do this to me, Sarah? I'm sorry, this was on, like, if you look up anything about Wu-Tang Clan, that's why it's trending right now. It's because this dude, Andre Johnson, cut off his Johnson and jumped off of the building. So there you have it. And Greg was going to get our guests, so he doesn't have to worry about hearing that. Well, speaking of penises. Hi, Greg. Hello. Just want to update you really quick. Uh, yeah, uh, Andre Johnson cut off his penis and jumped off a second-story balcony. And they weren't sure if they were able to reattach it. Well, speaking of penises, it's once again time for my favorite competition. My one quick note about that story yes. is if you're going to try to jump off, if that's your intent, wouldn't you go a little higher than yeah. two stories? That's a, that's what I was thinking. Two this stories. This is a two We're on the second story. Oh, yeah. That's just like... Yeah, no. You're just going to hurt yourself. Leg. Yeah. That's, that's freaking like a collarbone in the leg. No. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of penises, let's move on to another penis story. The smallest penis contest, which debuted last year in Brooklyn, is set to happen again this year. Why are so you pointing course, at me? No, I was just saying, like, it's You're, exciting. like, gesturing towards me while you're saying I have saying no... I'm, Greg, I'm sure you're very well endowed. I have no knowledge of it, but I'm, I'm sure you're fine. But I'm talking about, in general, if you'd like to go to Brooklyn to participate in Brooklyn's smallest penis contest, this year it's going to be on June 14th. Okay. June 14th at a bar called uh, Kings County Bar. So per a media release, contestants will be uh, judged in multiple categories, including poise in both evening wear and breathing wear, in addition to a cash prize, which can optionally be donated to charity. That's nice, but that also puts pressure on somebody. They're like, all right, I'm showing my dong, and then there's the option. It feel, probably feels like pressure, like, I should probably give it to charity, but I just show my penis to a bunch of strangers. Can I keep their money for myself? Uh, yeah, why would you want to do that? 
I don't know. Uh, you also win a crown and scepter, which is awarded to the le- the least endowed man, best exhibiting an extraordinary heart, talent, and balls. Well, not best balls, but you know, having the guts to be able to go out there and show his tiny member. Last year's winner, Nicholas Gilronan, described the competition as a laid-back, fun, casual event, comparing it to just another fun time on a Sunday afternoon. So it's all, the event's supposed to be positive. It's about uh, empowering men with small penises, describing it as a competition for confident people with a sense of humor. For 2014, they're looking for celebrity judges, and they're currently courting Miley Cyrus. Really? Miley Cyrus is going to go there to judge this? So you have to be over 21. If you'd like to uh, participate, you have to go to a small... So it's the small penis contest. uh, How do you enter it? What, do you have to send pictures of yourself? I don't know. Would you judge this competition? Yes. I totally would. I think I said the same thing last year. A small penis contest? Yes. That would be awesome. Like, especially like the kind of people who have who have the guts to actually get up there and be like, "I've got a tiny dick," and I'm okay with it. And this is what's going on. <gasps> a Florida woman out of is it Ocala, Osceola? Uh, Osceola, right? No, it's O C A L A. O C A L A. Ocala. Ocala. Okay, sure. Out of Ocala, Florida. A pantsless Florida woman wearing nothing but a shirt stole two boxes of wine from a store in Ocala, Florida. And police are on the hunt to find this pantsless lady. And no, I have not been anywhere near Ocala, Florida. I'm not stealing boxes of wine from anywhere. Uh, The robbery happened about uh, 2 p.m. yesterday. So according to police, the woman who was only wearing a black shirt and slippers... Walked into the store and grabbed some wine near the deli. More specifically, mm-hmm. bought, uh, grabbed two boxes of wine. I'm not sure if it's Franzia or not. I'm sure. I'm not able to specify. Uh, she then walked to the exit but was confronted by a manager. The woman, who was listening to music and it was blaring from a tablet that she was carrying, doesn't specify what kind of music, began flailing, freaked out the manager, and left the store running down the street with the wine. <laughs> now, she was described as a woman in her 30s, about five foot four inches tall. She also had a tattoo on the back of her neck. So there's that. Uh, the wine was valued at $41.68. <laughs> the theft was captured on video, but police have yet to release it. That's pretty amazing. The thing is, if you're going to... I mean, obviously she wanted to create a scene. Yeah. You know, with it. If you're going to steal it, again, just like jumping off of a second floor, second story uh, you know, balcony is not mm. a good way to do that. Yeah. Probably flailing around isn't the best way to go steal wine. And plus... Is box wine really something you want to steal? Like, wouldn't you find something a little bit better? Well, a lot. Let me just. I bet she was going for quantity, not quality, because you can, I think there's like three bottles of uh, of wine in a bottle of box wine or a box of box of wine. I knew you would be the person to bring us this kind of knowledge. I, I just wanted to let you know. I figured, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to keep everybody up to date on what was going on. And finally, just to piggyback on yesterday's story. A man by the name of Ronnie Lee Warfield is in trouble. He's 31 years old. After he allegedly pulled down his pants in a Charleston, South Carolina hotel in the lobby and defecated on the floor. Why would one poop in public? Yes, Ronnie Lee Warfield. 
pooped in a hotel lobby. No, officers. This, now, was it near the elevator like this other person? Do you think it's a copycat? No, this crime? was. Uh, oh boy, howdy! Hang on, hang on, just one second. We are broadcast professionals, by the way. It started playing. My computer just overtook and it started playing Corky. <laughs> it's the Corky. It's the pig. It's really. Big. Why did it just do that? All right, I'm sorry. Corky threw me off. No, I lost my story. Hang on. Uh, you were talking about a man. Uh, no, I know. I have like 16 documents open, and now my computer's frozen. Okay, so this is what's happening. See, this is this is what kind of makes me nervous about this because now I worry about that there could be a series of copycat crimes associated with people defecating in hotels. You this never know. Be, this could be a serious issue. This could be a serious issue. Well, yes. Okay, so while Ronnie was, uh, after he allegedly pulled down his pants in South Charleston uh, Hotel Lobby and defecated on the floor. Now, officers arrived, and they found what they called a, quote, large quantity of fecal matter just outside of the bathroom in the lobby at the Francis Marion Hotel. Uh, an officer, so this is what the report said, an officer walked into the bathroom and found Ronnie Warfield cleaning himself in one of the stalls. The door was open and was exposed to anybody who was walking in. Warfield, who was holding back the tears when the officer talked to him, said, I didn't mean to do it. I just couldn't hold myself anymore. <laughs> he made it to the bathroom door. <laughs> the report says that Warfield was detained once he put back pants on another officer talked to the hotel's uh, security desk about what they saw. Uh, Warfield reportedly interrupted them, telling the hotel lobby, I can clean it up. You don't have to. I can clean it up. And said, well, officers, at least he was offering. He was. Man, he must have really had to go if it's like a large amount and then it's right in front of the bathroom door. <laughs> well, officers did take him to jail on charges of public defecation and indecent exposure. There you go. And then, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy! All right. Well, um, our guests are here. They have arrived. Awesome. Should we uh, go ahead and take a break here while we bring them on in? Well, of course. To the studios. How's your computer doing? Is it overtaking? It's just fucking fantastic. Thanks for asking. Okay, good. All right. All right. That's great. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Oh, yeah. Let's just let's have everything. For, how fun come your bad computer, Juju, is passing over to me? Well, I was going to try to like sing a song into don't, the break. Don't sing a song. Right, listen to FunEmploymentRadio.com You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Becca. 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 Corky? I gotta show you something. It's really neat. What? It's really big. What are you... What time is it? It's really pink. Corky, what are you talking about? It's in my room. Come on. Come on. Oh. Gosh, this better be good. Trust me. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Harlan Williams, and you're listening to FunEmploymentRadio.com with me and my little baby owl, Timmy. Say hi, Timmy. Not like that, ass. That's better, Timmy. Now go catch a mouse, dumbass. Hearing Harlan Williams always just puts me in a good mood. It does. He is <laughs> quite possibly one of the silliest people that ever existed. He is. It's really hard not to like Harlan Williams. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I can't, I've never heard of anybody who just hates Harlan Williams. They would be a bad person. That's if they probably. Did. I think that's how you tell who they are. Maybe Jesse hates Harlan Williams. I hope he fucking chokes. 
<laughs> I know. Well, Jesse, never mind. Jesse doesn't like fun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. And as promised, we are now joined by Matt and Jesse from Secret Society. Hello, hello. Oh, hello to you. Hello, I had, everybody. I had to say it like that with the little You bit did. Secret Society. I don't know if that replies that, or not. No, that doesn't I work. probably shouldn't do that, huh? Yeah, and do you, do you like your fancy new headphones? I do. I feel like a Japanese teenage girl with my white headphones on. <laughs> do you want us to put like some Hello Kitty on it? Or? <laughs> we can put some sparkly stickers yeah. on the sides. Behind the scenes, we got some new headphones for the studio, and they are all white. Yeah, and we were trying to impress them. We're like, look at these brand new amazing headphones. And then, of course, like the cord to make the headphones go into the inputs aren't working. Well, that's how it has to work. Yes, up. of course. That's how things. We work. can't have everything be perfect. It's so, okay. I'm a drummer. I'm used to like not being able to hear anything. And be, <laughs> just continue on. <laughs> just keep going. Oh yeah. Keep the beat. <laughs> so, how have you guys been? You know, we've been crazy busy and awesome. Nice. We've just you know, just. Te- looking at everything new, you know, tearing open every closet and ripping everything out and seeing Jesse's just like deciding, you know, to reorganize our entire lives. Oh, nice. Since, yeah, you know. Is it a little fearful to put your life in Jesse's hands? Yes. And the thing is that it often ends up in. You know, kind of the post-midnight motivation of, like, let's tear apart the entire back bar and reorganize <laughs> it. Next thing you know, it's four. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you've got a giant mess on your hands and no, no idea no, how to no, clean no. it up. We, the, we, gotta, we, we, we don't leave until it's, it's done. No, I remember okay. when we had our meeting with you a couple weeks ago. Like It was in the afternoon. You're like, yeah, I just left here at like 6 o'clock this morning. Because you start working on something and then just yeah, keep exactly. plowing through the night. Yeah, that's, unfortunately, th- those are the hours that... You know, the phone doesn't ring. Mm-hmm. You don't have random people walking in and, and trying to sell us various items or whatever, you know. <laughs> the option is basically get up at 7 in the morning and go to work, which I'm never, ever, ever going to no. do. <laughs> <laughs> or like 2 to 6 a.m. Those are your hours if you want to tackle something outside of just pouring drinks for people. Yeah. Know? Yeah, well, I guess that's the sense. only chance to do it. Yeah. Yeah, between that and then keeping people from stealing your signs and all of that stuff. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can stop <laughs> that. Um, to reiterate, too, for anybody who doesn't know, the Secret Society, of course, located at 116 Northeast Russell. And actually, I'm looking in the chat, and uh, listener Carl's in there, and he says, that's my favorite bar. Hi, Carl. Yes. Hi, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Carl. He's like, unless they're actually from a random secret society, it's the bar, no, right? No, no, yeah, it's the bar. Okay. <laughs> you have to pay extra to know about that secret society. Yes. Yes. No so you guys have been super busy, and you've been having a lot of events and yes, yeah, so and much stuff. We have a new sound system. We have a new lights. light system. We are. Um, we just. We're just. Gangbusters in in development, I mm. guess you know, and it's been fun. Yeah, those lights just, you that know, you put in are so cool. Yeah, absolutely, and it's just changed the the entire vibe of our room. And um, we're busy planning for our sixth anniversary, which is coming up in June. Yeah. Wow, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, yeah, you guys have been open five years, but yeah. I didn't realize yet. Yeah, it, it is almost six now. Yep, yep. Oh my gosh! It's on a Friday the thirteenth this year, which oh. is going to be great. And <laughs> I'll have all the details for you on that probably next time. Oh. Oh, that'd be great. It's, it's, we're percolating, and you know, <laughs> um, and it's. I'm, I've just realized the other day that I'm, I'm coming up on ten years of being in that building because you know I bought the building and renovated it, and I got it in November of 2004, which wow. is really shocking to me to like have just 
have a blur of 10 years go away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not gone away, but, you know, it's like, what the hell? Where yeah. where yeah. that go? Where did all that time happen? <laughs> yeah, because in your, in your November, you'll be 10 years. We'll be five years in November of 2014 yeah. for our Fun Employment Radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, it's got to be cool, though, just to see the evolution of the bar from buying this building, you know, that, I mean, what was it before? You, you've told us all before, but I mean, it was like basically. It was, well, it, it was originally a Mason's Hall. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but then uh, right when, when I was, uh, when I got it, it had been most recently Disjecta, which is basically in. Um, oh, the art uh, space, the, the right? Art space, uh, the art space. Okay. Yeah. yeah so they were, do, you know, they were doing punk rock shows and, you know, art shows and, um, and there were people living all over the place on lofts that I had to take out. And, you know, so it was, it was, uh, definitely in a state of disrepair when mm-hmm. I got there. It was, it was kind of like the, the, the worst case scenario of being the last person in a communal living situation. Yeah, okay. Like you got left holding the bag. <laughs> yeah. oh, you have to clean up everything. <laughs> I guess you're the one who had the deposit. <laughs> you know? Oh my god, I've so been left holding that bag before. <laughs> oh yeah. Except for it's a bag of not like you know three roommates, but like you know three hundred people and all of their garbage. And yeah, <laughs> and like artists who basically abandoned projects, and you know um, there were a lot. There's a lot of theater stuff that went on, so. You know, theater props and, you know, entire walls of scenery. You know, basically one of the first things I got was a Sawzall. <laughs> Just went to town on it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only way to get some of this stuff out. Yeah. You know, it was like they built it inside. There's no way it's going out through a door. Fair enough. <laughs> you know? In some ways, that would kind of be fun just to go nuts on something like that with a Sawzall. Yeah. Oh, no, Greg. That's all. Yeah. Greg just had a story the other day about how he was trying to do some yard work and he had a. Wait, a hedge trimmer or something? Yeah, well, uh, this weekend, uh, you know, because it was nice out, so I decided to work on the work on the yard. Take down some branches. Yeah, some and I love doing that, and I kind of went nuts on this giant bush out in front of the house that's been bothering me all winter, and I went a little bit too nuts, and it was an electric-powered hedge trimmer, and uh, perhaps wrapped the cord around and then sliced right through it. Sliced right wire. Through, the, <laughs> through the live wire. Saw a giant electrical like explosion. Saw the end of saw life flashing before his eyes. <laughs> I, I, I hate to admit it, but I've done that. With, you have? I've done, well, I've done it with a circular saw when I was trying to take down oh. a deck, and I did it not once, but three times during that project because <laughs> the cord kept on kind of getting in the way, and I was just like, oh shit, I don't have any power anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> well, there goes that one. Did I, you, you just know. go right through it? Yeah, go right through it, and then I would like patch it back together and duct tape it back together. And, See, you know the cord Greg? just getting shorter and shorter. <laughs> <laughs> he was able to put it back. I together. know. I tried patching mine back together, but I couldn't get it to work. But he was I trying to like wrong. trying to be an electrician, like stripping the wires. Did you just kind of tape it back together with electrical tape? No, I think I don't remember what I did. Oh, so he's better than it you, was, Greg. It was really ill advised. It <laughs> <laughs> has basically put me on lifelong suspension from having power tools. Yeah, I think Greg should be pretty close to that as well. Yeah, as soon as you were talking about sawing through everything I'm like that sounds like your dream project yeah. oh yeah totally <laughs> well there was this really shitty deck at my house that just had to go and there was only one way you know, gotta just, cut it into pieces yep yeah go nuts on it with a saw <laughs> yeah I got uh, I got tasered once for a security job when I was living in Chicago and I don't fuck with exposed wires anymore no. after that experience that is not fun wait was it was tasered it? for like training or taser yeah. okay yeah at least in the state of Illinois to be certified to use a taser gun they have to use one on you oh wow 
Yeah. Oh, How'd that it, feel? It, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> real, real bad. You know, like in a cartoon when somebody gets shocked and they just turn into a skeleton with like, light all around it? Yeah. yeah. That's actually what you feel like is happening. <laughs> like the person who first drew that image had had an electrical shock at some point. So was it one, like one of the handheld ones or one of the ones that the thingies fly out of it? It was one of the things that the thingies fly out oh, of. Oh, like yeah. two prongs. But they didn't want to waste the cartridges, so they would literally just tape it like to the back of your shoulder and the back of your thigh. Oh. And they'd be like, are you ready? And you'd be like, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's even worse. I think just it sitting is. there with it on you like these things are going to hurt me mm-hmm. these things I'd rather have it if you have to get tased like at some point today we're going to randomly tase you like, yeah. so you don't know when That's it's coming that's actually just, more bam. horrible <laughs> well at that point you might as well just start doing things that are wrong yeah, yeah. So you <laughs> that's true deserve it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you earned it. all right sir where's your wife <laughs> well before we go into all the things that you have coming up this week because you have a shit ton of awesome things yes. happening Did we? are we going to do our announcement yes I think, I think we, we should. should I think we should just get it out of the way now before the cocktails start to flow in alright we... well ladies and gentlemen as you know we've had several events at the Secret Society and we are announcing another one yes. it's coming up <laughs> yeah. on May 21st May 21st a Fun Employment Radio comedy showcase at the yes. Secret Society. Featuring four new comedians that we have not featured on our previous comedy showcases. Indeed. That's why it's a showcase. We want to show you all these amazing talents that we have around In- town. And it is so much fun. Like, if uh, anybody who hasn't uh, been out to one before, or if you have been to one, you know exactly what to expect. It's just a good time. Yeah. And it's a, it's a ton of fun. And we're going to have some really great comedians. You know, some of them maybe you've heard on the show. Some of them maybe you haven't. But it's going to be fantastic. At the Secret Society on May 21st, so save that date mm-hmm. right now. We'll have more details coming on who's going to be performing and all of that stuff. But regardless, it doesn't even matter. You should just go anyway. Yeah, and we already so uh, Kenny's just locking in the comedian. So as soon as we have them locked in, we'll let you know. But May 21st, keep it up. But I mean, there's going to be so many things to do at Secret Society before then too, as well. Yes, including tonight. Including tonight, we've got karaoke from hell, which is for free. Awesome. awesome for free. Yes. Damn. That's so this is something deal. new that you've brought, right? Uh, new This will be the second time. All right. We're, we're kind of working them into a rotation on Thursdays. Um, but in the meantime, you know, the, we've uh, kind of snuck them into the schedule mm. a couple of times. This is the second time. So Up and Coming will be on a regular on Thursdays. Um, well, congratulations. That's a that's an awesome get, by the way. Yeah, it'll be yeah. Karaoke from Hell, like, if anyone doesn't know what that is, because they might not, what, what exactly is it? Karaoke from Hell is a really great live band of um, actually incredibly talented musicians who have, I I don't even remember how many thousand songs they know. <gasps> yeah, I saw that it's and thousands. And you get up in front of the band and do karaoke. Now, do they still and have the pieces of paper with the lyrics? I don't know if they have pieces of paper. I don't know how they've got that going. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't recall people holding anything. Um, a lot of times they'll have like a music stand up there. I gotcha. think they might have progressed to having like a music stand with the with the lyrics down there. Okay, but it's it, you know, a lot technology. of people are terrified <laughs> of music the stand. idea of, of you know oh my god there's a band I, I'm gonna like screw it up and then everything's gonna go to hell. But the thing is, is they help. No, they do. So they will you know you start going a little sideways. Well, they're doing backup backup vocals the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, regardless. Um, but they actually, you know, if you start getting a little lost, they'll jump in and kind of guide it along. And I'm not sure if this is happening tonight, but one of the people who is kind of an MC helper host person is Trace from Voodoo Donuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. 
So Thanks, Shannon. That gets a little wacky. As yeah, you can imagine. he is yeah. a nut. <laughs> <laughs> We've had him on the show once. Yeah. Oh my God, we did. I forgot yeah. that was years ago. Yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. They had been out drinking, I think, most of the day All by day. the time they showed up. It was yeah. El- it was uh, downtown Elvis's birthday. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. yeah and they yeah. brought in because they were taking Elvis to a bunch of pit stops. I'm like, can we stop by Fun Employment Radio? We're like. Sure, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> it's Elvis and then Trace and uh, Jedediah, like oh, all in a no. limo, and they all came in. And we're like, wow, what is that happening? sounds scary. It was, it was a bit overwhelming. It was, it was intense, yeah. <laughs> but you're totally right about singing in front of a band, because I've never done that except for when I've done um, karaoke from hell. Yeah. And it totally feels like a support system behind you. Like, yeah. it's less scary. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. you're up there, and they're, like, you're, they're not going to let you fail. Right. And you're not up there by yourself. Well, like, you can actually hear yourself. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, people kind of freak out about, I think, the, the, you know, the power of the yeah. actual band yeah. behind you. You get to be the lead yeah, singer I don't of a think, band for like, a song. I don't think it's I've awesome. ever sang at karaoke from hell. Like, oh. I don't think I ever have. Oh, you I, uh, would love it. Yeah. Oh, I know I would. Mm-hmm. I would be totally into it. And, like, and Greg, he, what are you up to this evening? <laughs> well, indeed. Oh. <laughs> I sang Surrender and with them, and it was so awesome with them singing all the backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. It, it was it's, so fun. it's really fun because they, 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 the, the songs go all over the map. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they'll do Nirvana songs and let, you know... It, it, I, I'm I'm shocked sometimes you get somebody up there who looks like they're like in middle management at a car dealership or something. Yeah, and then they just like bust out with like the most incredible metal voice. You're like, <laughs> what the hell did that come from? Like, you obviously spent your like you know late teens, early twenties in like a metal cover band, yeah. and, and now you wear a suit and you know <laughs> you want to get back to the roots a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, do you guys have any go to karaoke songs? Do you, do you karaoke? I do not. Karaoke Never? and dancing are two things that I hate to do. Oh, I can't. I can't do the dancing, but I like the singing. Yeah, right. I can wow the crowds with uh, "Hopelessly Devoted to You" from uh, the Grease soundtrack. Pretty damn well. <laughs> you mean Olivia it, Newton-John? It, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's kind of terrifying because I can sing it pretty much spot on. So, do you have a good like falsetto? Yeah, Dude, Matt's high register I, is sweet. Wow, it's it's kind of freaky. And I, I don't know. I, I, I just was I was born this way. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Now I have to see this. <laughs> Matt and I are actually thinking about doing a concert as uh, Johnny and, and June Carter Cash. <laughs> you guys would be wonderful. We rode in Jackson. <laughs> oh, boy. That's awesome. So there's so, so many things. Okay, yeah. so before we get to all of that, I want Jesse to make a drink. And then let's, yes. let's continue on with our Sounds conversation great. with drink in hand. So you probably heard all the clinking in the background. That is Jesse. Making magic. Yes. And there's about a thousand bottles on this table right now. I have no idea what's going on. Greg, and they brought the big square ice cubes again. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really envious of that ice cube tray. You could you could get one for like six bucks. Where did you find it? I'm going to get you one. Okay. Next time we come, I'll have one for you. Oh, I'm so excited. I already forgot that I promised that. I so know be you did. For disappointment. <laughs> um, so this is a cocktail. Uh, Matt was talking to me earlier about how new cocktails kind of come to be and what that process is like. And the sort of short answer is it doesn't make any goddamn sense and probably you were drinking when you thought of it. <laughs> um, this is is one that I'm doing for Whiskey Fest Northwest, which is coming up. Ooh. In what, May, May 9th and 10th, I believe? Yes. Whiskey Fest North. That sounds like it could be fun or it's, like the most terrible no, thing great, ever. it's great. It's um, great. They're centered... Um, 
uh, downtown in I believe in the Pearl, and basically they have they have bands, they have um, a lot a lot of um, whiskey. Um, uh, brands, distillers down there um, doing various events and cocktails, but they also have bars around town basically representing with, you know, we're doing our cocktail for this. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that sounds amazing. So you, I was wondering if a whiskey fest would be, like, more crazy because everyone's, you know, drinking whiskey all day. Well, that's, I think, like the idea. Like a little saucy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you're going to a whiskey fest, you know what you're getting into. All right. That's right true. Yeah, so they have, they have tastings and they have various stages, you know, that, that they have performers on. And then wow. they'll do, the, um, restaurants are doing, you know, whiskey pairing dinners and, you know, all sorts of things like that. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So this is going to be what you guys are doing for that? Yes. Yeah. They approached me probably four months ago. Cool. Said, hey, do you want to come up with a cocktail for this? We'll advertise for you. It'll work for everybody. I said, of course I do. I'm going to get right on that. And then I got an email three months later with the word deadline in all caps and thought I'd better start thinking about this. <laughs> um, which I did, and I wasn't really getting anywhere because it's tricky when you're trying to come up with something like specifically to put in front of the eyes of people who aren't just in your building. Yeah. And to, to whom you don't get a chance to, to talk to about a thing. You know, A lot of times we'll have something odd up on the specials board and people have the opportunity to say, oh, what's this ingredient? What mm-hmm. is this going to taste like? How sweet is it? How, you know, you can get people interested that way and have a really fun process, but when it's going to go out into publication and however many people are going to be looking at their materials, part of the goal was kind of, all right, let's make it interesting to read the recipe. Mm. Yeah. Um, in a way that, like, I can't, you know, I won't be there to tell you what it is. Yeah. And if you don't know, I wanted I wanted to get people kind of curious about it and make it kind of local and Portlandy and all the things you're supposed to do for that sort of bullshit. So... <laughs> I was kind of racking my brain trying to come up with this uh, when I got cold called by a gal named Alana who's working for a company called Starvation Alley Farms up in Long Beach, Washington. They are doing all sustainable other shit you're supposed to care about, uh, cold-pressed cranberry juice. (laughs) Organic, gluten-free. Yes, organic, (laughs) gluten-free, kind to animals. Uh, No uh, DEET is involved in the production. Um, but she came in with just this gorgeous bottle of what they're calling cranberry for concoctions, which is literally nothing but cold-pressed cranberry juice. There's pure, nothing else that goes pure, into the bottle. Pure. Wow. Wow. Which, being used to, like, Ocean Spray or Langer's, I had no idea what cranberry juice tasted like, and it's it's insane. Um, I want to give you guys a taste of it. Yeah, it, because I do not know either. It's this, like, wonderful, bright burst. It's so tart. It's got a little bit of spice. Oh, wow. It is tart. super intense. <laughs> that right? is really tart. Yeah. Yeah, your whole face turns into a oh, potato chip as soon as you try it. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And, and she just left me with a bottle and said, play with it and see if you come up with anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's These, what a cranberry really tastes like. That, like, sucks in your whole face. Yeah, your whole fucking <laughs> face. <laughs> so I got... <laughs> I'm going to drink a little bit of water. I feel like I look like the... Family Guy version of Renee Zellweger. Like Renee right Zellweger. Now. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> By the way, Jesse, side note in the chat, it is being noted that you have a velvety smooth vo- Your voice uh, sounds like velvet oh. and that you should do voiceover work. I will do voiceover <laughs> work. <laughs> Does this chatter have any voiceover work to offer me? I don't know. I, I shall investigate. I am like, very <laughs> available. The surprise end of this podcast is that I quit my job. <laughs> That would be terrible. <laughs> Don't you fucking do that to us. 
<laughs> all right. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to disrupt. Oh, not at all. all right. Now I'm just thinking about how my voice sounds while I talk. Oh, don't <laughs> think about it. You're going to ruin it. It's in there. It's all I know. <laughs> At any rate, um, that, that was kind of the moment of, all right, this is a thing that I want to use. And, and uh, Alana from Starvation Alley was really, really nice and really kind of into what she was selling and made it easy to want to, to feature her and them. Um, so it's like good people doing good work. They're just breaking the Portland market. They've been in Seattle for about a year, as I understand it. Cool. And I got excited to try to make that work with whiskey because you really don't see whiskey and cranberry go together almost yeah. ever unless it's like some bullshit soror- sorority shot. Yeah, have you like run out of all mixers and you only have whiskey left yeah. and cranberry <laughs> juice? Um, so that was sort of the genesis point for this whole mess I have in front of you. What we ended up with uh, adding next was a little Benedictine. Is that what I'm drinking? No, you're no. drinking bourbon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Benedictine is a cognac-based French liqueur with, you know, some god-billion spices in it. Uh, okay. Herbs. It's okay. made by monks, which means it's super cool, and you're awesome if you know wow. about it. <laughs> okay, yeah, it is very syrupy, like oh, uh, yeah, that. liqueur. So she's getting like a quarter mm. ounce of that, and what it's, what it's there for is to sort of... Is it actually made Ooh. by monks? It is actually made actually by monks. Actually made by monks. That's wow. delicious. And it's like nose clearing. Right. I was just like, Phew. yeah. Oh, that's good. It's another one of those spirits that kind of was born as medicine, and then you know people realized it also made you drunk, so it caught on. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, taking it from a cough. <laughs> obviously, the bourbon which you have over there, Sarah. I, is, would you like to sample this bourbon? Yes, I've been sampling it bourbon. for about ten. Yeah, minutes. I noticed you've been All sampling right, it yeah. over there. I was just trying to, you know, get knowledgeable about the drink. Right, that's that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's um, bourbon. Temperance Trader <laughs> is, I think, actually distilled Thank in you. Kentucky, so that they can still call it bourbon, but then they do whatever they do with it here. So it's brought basically in. Um, there's there's a lot of um, when when bourbon is stored, it's stored at barrel strength, meaning that it's a much higher alcohol content. That's okay. what, so it's in barrels at a, a much higher alcohol uh, content. And then um, it gets diluted. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of whiskey sitting in barrels that's not being bottled in Kentucky. So uh, Temperance Trader is um, done by Bull Run Distillery here. So basically it all gets shipped here at barrel strength. And then they put um, they put Oregon beautiful Bull Run Oregon water into okay. it. Okay. So it's this kind of weird hybrid mashup because it's it's our water. It's Kentucky whiskey, and you know nobody here really ha- they're, they're working on bourbons, but bourbon requires time and real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have to store with, it for a long yes, time, which right? equals money. Um, is it three years? Four years minimum. Four years minimum. To be called bourbon, obviously we can't we can't make a bourbon here, yeah, because we can't call it bourbon because it's not being made there. Mm-hmm. Bourbon County, Kentucky. Yes. Oh. But we can make, you know, Northwest whiskey or whatever that is basically that. Okay. In okay. The style of bourbon. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's, so what that's this basically is. what you've got there. It's um, very potent because it was distilled in Kentucky. They are allowed to put on their label straight bourbon whiskey. Yes. Okay. Whereas if they had distilled it here, they would not be able to. Anyhow, it's got a really nice kind of spice note to it as well, um, which, as you will rapidly come to understand, became the theme for this drink. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> was taking that sort of really tart, puckering, like intense 
cranberry thing and, and adding spice and keeping it clean and, and from being cloying, as so many cranberry drinks will tend to be. Uh, we had a little Regan's Orange Bitters, which I'm sure you're familiar with. You really don't even need to sip if you just want to smell them. Yep. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to totally ruin your day. Oh, yeah. It's very orangey. And then the kind of surprise, insane ingredient is aviation gin. Gin? Gin. All of these things are going to go into the same drink. The same drink. So and I, how did you come up with this? I had a little bit of fernet. <laughs> I stared at the liquor shelf for a while. I tried about 30 different things, and then this just stuck. Um, gin is, as I feel, kind of underappreciated. <laughs> I don't appreciate it very because much. Because nobody is introduced to a good version of gin. Yeah, I mean, like that... nobody's first gin experience is like, oh, that's wonderful. It's like a plastic yeah. half gallon of Monarch or HRD. And mm. you're like mixing it with Dr. Pepper. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Snapple, I think, is what I was mixing with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's actually really smooth. It doesn't taste like, as you're saying, so cheap. This is made by House Distillery, which is here on Distillery Row. Okay. Um, they made this specifically to be a cocktail. Mixing gin, okay, which means okay. that is not as junipery, is dialed back a little bit on on that so that it mixes in with citrus and um, a lot of other um, alcohols. Better. Okay, so it's it's an easier um, yeah because that wasn't it's, overwhelming. It's an easier blend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Aviation gin is great. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's it's really good. Who is it that makes aviation? House spirits. House spirits. House spirits. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's being asked in the chat. Do you have uh, between the two of you? Is there a recommendation you can give for the best reasonably priced whiskey? Which one would you prefer if you're not like looking to spend a ton of money? If it, my my question to that question would be, what do you want to use that whiskey for? Are you talking and about what do you like, mean by reasonably priced? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Like well, sipping whiskey is one thing, and like if you're making some drinks at home. I, I believe this person drinks it straight. Drinks it straight. Mm-hmm. And wants a, a, a bourbon or, I mean, scotch or Canadian or, or you know. There's that is a lot of. Usually bourbon is sort of the default bourbon. when somebody asks about whiskey. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Bullet is always a great bottle. I think it runs $31. Uh, okay, you said currently. around 50 Oh, around 50, 50, around 50 bucks, not Canadian. That's a big... Okay. Do you mean not Canadian dollars or not Canadian whiskey? <laughs> not Canadian whiskey. <laughs> so like this a $50 gentleman lives in southeast Portland. is what he's looking for? Um, I, I do not know. Okay. All I know we'll is say what that. I see um, on the screen. I'm a big fan of Blanton's. I was going to say, you can get into Blanton's for that. It has a cool horseman figurine on the on the cork, which is it's a beautiful the bottle. only reason I like it. I don't even know what it tastes like, but it's really cool. <laughs> You're joking, right? I am joking. Okay. <laughs> I, I do know what it I tastes like, and it tastes like... delicious. But it also has a horseman figurine. That part's true. Um, it's, a, it's a gorgeous kind of round bottle, almost like the shape of like a shamboard bottle. Ooh, that's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice gift for somebody. Okay. Or for your face. <laughs> What about in his case? What about actually here? I have a question for you. Just in the, along the same lines, just just opinion. Like, what about like the twenty dollar level? Like when you're talking about like the Jack Daniels, Jim Beams, Evan Williams Black Label is, in my opinion, like quality to cost ratio, the best bourbon on the market. Because isn't it okay. how, like Evan Williams becomes Jack Daniels becomes? Some, is that isn't no. there some? Okay, I thought someone had said like the different ages, like changed. Yeah, I think yeah. They they, there's more like, to that. What okay. you're trying to yeah. I know what you're trying to get for, but yeah, I think okay. it's something else. 
All right, I was just trying to convince you. No, I know. I know. I, I don't remember enough of that cut, same conversation oh. we were involved in to like say it correctly either. We're, so. we're kind of a, a, a um, we're definitely a strange place in that we use um, Jim Beam as our well. Really? Okay. Um, and that's something that we've kind of debate, been debating how to get out to people is that we we definitely operate on a philosophy of, you know, if we don't want to put this in our body, we're yeah. not going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the way you want to phrase that is if we don't want to put this in our body, we don't want to put this in your body. <laughs> 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 wow. Um, <laughs> it's so you know a, a beam as a well. Yeah, is, that's awesome. Great, you know, and and it's a it's a it's a you know, the kind of the, the I don't want to say it's the bottom of the of the top or the bottom of the middle, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's definitely not in the bottom. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a better well than I've ever heard of any place yeah. having. Usually it's old crow. That's <laughs> or brokers. Yeah, or brokers or yeah, <laughs> Henry McKenna. Yeah. Oh, McKenna. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are all. You know which what like shitty whiskey I like is McNaughton's. Have you guys ever had that? Yeah. Yeah, it's not right. too bad. Not too bad. Oh my goodness, what do we have here? We have the starving artist named. This again. is what it's called. Yes. Sort of another nod to the Starvation Alley Farms people. Oh, that's who I'm awesome! Okay, impressed by. And to to re uh, to re say it, what what all is in this again? So this is one and a half ounces of Temperance Trader Bourbon, one half ounce of Aviation Gin, a quarter ounce of that Starvation Alley Farms cranberry for concoctions, as well as a quarter ounce of Benedictine, which is made by monks. <laughs> and, uh, two dashes of Regan's Orange Bitters. Wow! Stirred and strained over a big cube. Oh, wow. All right, I'm ready. Oh, that's delicious. I have to How admit. How did you do that? You're a magician. <laughs> I have to admit, the idea of mixing the gin and uh, whiskey or bourbon had me a little if bit. If you set this drink in front of me and asked me what was in it, I would have no clue how to answer that. It's strange no. how they all end up coming together. And really, I don't, I mean, I don't know any better than you do. It's just Matt is really an incredible guy to work for because he just, the bar is a playground. He says, if you've got an idea and you think it's worth chasing down, I'm not afraid to pour out the liquor to make it happen. Oh, and without wow. that coming from him, there's just, there's no way you get this kind of weird shit together. Like, you, you know, you've got to try a few versions to do it. You're just as classy yeah. as we are. Just weird well, it's, it's like, I mean, you know, we have all these bottles and you can either let them, you know, sit there and languish mm-hmm. and say off limits. Uh-huh. Or you can learn to work with them and, you know, that process of developing a drink like this gives you something to talk about. Yeah. With a customer. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And put this up. Are you guys uh, selling these now or is this waiting yeah. until? These are going up on our specials board later this afternoon. Oh. Mm-hmm. So what people can do is get a little liquid courage with the starving artist before they get up and sing some karaoke tonight. That's what I would do. That's that totally seems get in touch with their inner artist. Oh, wow. <laughs> their inner performing before they artist. Rock some Judas yeah. Priest. This in our is <laughs> so unbelievably good. That is really good. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, yeah. guys. You're gonna make me blush. Mm. <laughs> oh, All right, well, that's happening okay. tonight, and then you have other stuff happening. So this now week we too, yeah, right? now, that, now that we're sipping on, I'm cocktails, just gonna sip on my cocktail. Talk, light. Let's talk about the future. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's solve the problems of the world right now. <laughs> Um, So three things that I thought would be particularly of interest um, to the listeners here. um, Friday night we have the, as they always printed, hashtag Nerds Night Out. Oh, okay. 
which is the double clicks do their, you know... Their thing. Their thing. thing they do. The thing they do. They sing about D&D and role-playing games, etc. Not those kind of role-playing games, I don't think. Um, <laughs> and that's Friday, April 18th? That is this coming Friday. Okay. Yes. Tickets are still available for that. They have also on their... Um, the Cosby Sweaters, who are another <laughs> similarly minded band. I already love the name. Um, <laughs> that name's awesome. <laughs> they, they they did put two S's in there, I believe, to try to keep uh, you know Bill Cosby sued. off their ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cosby Sweaters. <laughs> now, do they wear Cosby Sweaters? I, I don't know. All right, I hope they do. I'm kind of disappointed if they didn't. Um, they also have um, Joseph Scrimshaw. I cannot recall what that person does, but it's but, amazing. Um, there's also the comedians Amy Miller and Sean Jordan are on oh. the show. Oh, awesome. And listeners of Fun Employment Radio are definitely familiar with Sean. Yes. And I believe, have we had Amy on? We have not had Amy okay. on. Okay, Amy Miller is fantastic we out with as her, well. We went out with her when Kyle Kinane was in town. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but we didn't have her on the show. But you guys know Sean Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, then on Saturday, we have um, Late Night with Alex Falcone and Bree Pruitt. Nice. Um, and they basically do a talk slash variety show more talk less variety I mm. would say um, they have on uh, Bill Oaks Bill Oakley pardon me oh, oh Bill Oakley he's our buddy Simpsons from yeah. Mission yeah. Hill mm-hmm. yep. in Portlandia um, Steve Gaynor who's game designer who um I forget which game he worked on. Fallout. I believe he worked on Fallout. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Um, and uh, singer Laura Gibson, who did the... <laughs> she probably doesn't want to be associated with this, but she did the uh, the song that's uh, on the cover, Oregon commercials. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and obviously his, uh, she has a great amount of work. Uh, other a huge work. body of work. happy and <laughs> healthy <laughs> and strong. Yeah. Long yeah. And or- oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I don't even – well, I guess I don't have the cable. Oh, that was everywhere. everywhere. No, it wasn't just cable. It was radio, radio television. Was massive. Okay. Huge. Well, you, for her, though. If you heard it, you'd know what okay. it was. And yeah. uh, they also have Shane Torres on. Nice. Shane is Torres? St- is he still the reigning funniest man in Portland? Yes. He is. It has not been contested yet. I, I believe that comes up in June. June. Yeah, June, June July. July. Because he had just actually won it the week before we had our first comedy show. Yeah, guess, that's remember? right. Yeah, because we had him and Nathan, and Nathan Brennan Brandon, on. who was the he winner had, the year before. So maybe it's more like September. Maybe. I don't but regardless, he's still funny. He's yes. just getting funnier by the day. Although as soon as his title's gone, he won't be funny anymore. No, it, no. as soon as he's stripped of yeah. that. No. That's a joke, man. That was not at all. Yeah. No. Well, we're not comedians. We, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm clearly, we just failed there. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> this is why Sarah and I don't do stand-up. Well, believe it or not, I'm not even paying attention to you. I know. <laughs> 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 just, I'm just sit over here with my fancy it's cocktail. <laughs> Drink up. I got more shit to say. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the best interpretation, uh, interpretation of our show right there. Yeah. Chatty chat chat. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we talk well, at each other. <laughs> I've, I've got many people in my life who believe that at times I go into this place where there's like a monkey that <laughs> is inside my head that normally is spinning a wheel and then eventually they kind of go on a smoke break <laughs> and the wheels aren't turning anymore. It's just kind of like that's what I just kind of power down and staring off into space for a Greg while. Greg told me uh, like, last week that he thinks that my brain's like a ping pong ball. So I'll just be sitting there and, you know, we'll talk about something and that'll bring something else up and then something else up. And he's like, shiny object. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, so you have a monkey, I so have a ping pong ball. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I wanted to uh, make people aware of is that uh, coming up Tuesday 29th, 
and Wednesday the 30th. We have two consecutive nights of um, record release with Peter Buck from REM. Oh, awesome. Oh, nice. So that's April 29th? Yes. Awesome. Yes. And cool. that is, show is all of five bucks. So if you ever wanted to stand 10 feet away from Peter Buck and Scott McCoy from the Young Fresh Fellows and half of the Decemberists and like just this crazy cast characters, that's your night. For five wow. bucks. Those are your nights, yes. Five bucks. 29th and 30th. Wow. Yeah, because basically they're, you know, I mean, he doesn't really need to make it a big ticket. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. He just wants to release a record and have fun with his friends. So that's what he's doing. And all these tickets are at secretsociety.net. Yes. All available. Yeah, and we'll put links up on our site and yeah. uh, put, put a list of all the events we've been talking about. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot of stuff going on. So, Greg, if you were going to come down tonight mm-hmm. and sing, what what would it be? Oh. See, with the live band, that kind of changes it a little Greg, bit. Greg, why don't you tell them your go-to song? Well, it's not play. my go-to song, but I have been doing this. It, it depends on the crowd. Yes, Greg? <laughs> uh, I have been doing, depending on the crowd and how late it is, Adam Carolla at a medium pace. Or Adam Sandler. Or Adam yeah. Sandler, excuse me, Adam yeah, Sandler at a medium is, pace. By the way, this drink is really strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But at a medium pace, it's got to be the right. It's got to be the right Do you audience. Guys remember that song? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Word for word. I oh yeah. That song. Oh yeah. God damn it, Greg! I've never liked you. So much. <laughs> <laughs> I sang this at the coast in uh, where was that Pacific City to a random crowd. You sang that in Pacific <laughs> City. <laughs> the crowd. I think half of them wanted to kick my ass. Like, what the hell is he singing about shampoo bottles in his ass? And then, <laughs> and, then and then the other half, the other half, like appreciated it. The younger people, older dudes, they did not get that joke. It you were didn't singing. Go over. Wait, I'm sorry. Did I just hear you say the girl that you were singing it to? Did you? Pick no, up the some? younger. People, why? Did- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I'd like to sing you a song. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if I would do that one with the live band or not. I, d- I kind of doubt that one might be on do their you think list. They know it. Like I would be really impressed. If I would be impressed if they knew that. I mean, the music's pretty simple to it. Yeah. But, it's actually yeah. a pretty, despite the words, it's a pretty song. Like the, the music <laughs> is, is pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll play it after the show today so everyone can hear it. Um, but if I didn't do that, uh, you know what? I would probably, I might do some um, I Hate Everything About You, Ugly Kid Joe. Ooh. Yeah. But, what, nice. but you have to be, a, you're being kind of obscure. Like, Why is that? Is that that obscure? I don't know if they, you know. All right. If I just did a straightforward one, yeah. like some Neil Diamond. Yeah. 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 Solitary Man. I'll do Solitary oh, Man. Okay. Yeah. So we, Seriously. We, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you're asking for a straight for a common song. My favorite karaoke song is uh, also a Neil Diamond song, America. Yes. God, I love you I, so one much. time, I, I, there was, I was singing at this really shitty bar, and they had an American flag leaning against the wall. And when it came to the end, I wrapped myself in it and got to sing the end. It was the best. I'm like, I don't think I can ever sing karaoke again. I just sang Neil Diamond wrapped <laughs> in an American flag. I think I'm done. Yeah. So you guys asked what we've been doing yes. at the beginning of the show. Um, pretty much for the past two weeks at least, um, Jesse has been stuck on Crackling Rosie. <laughs> it's and so goddamn good. I can't good. help it. it. So it's just, like, like, there's a, a limit to how many times you can hear it in a day. <laughs> no, there's a limit to how many times you can hear it in a day. <laughs> There's no limit to how many times I can hear it in a day. <laughs> no, are you just listening to it on repeat? Are you singing it? Well, I've got like a good rotation of, you know, Forever in Blue Jeans. Oh, yeah. Cracklin' Rose. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I a am believer. I, <gasps> I am, I said. Love on the Rocks? Love on the Rocks will come oh, up, yeah. I love that one. But, you know, it's, it's, it's going through. I am, I said. Oh, 
But then it gets that song mixed. is the most magnificent verse I've ever heard. Uh, the one where Neil Diamond crowns himself a king. <laughs> in his I own am song that is about yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> you are she cried. That is just it's ballsy. <laughs> it's incredible. But Neil Diamond can do that. Neil Diamond yeah. can yeah. do anything. Neil Neil Diamond truly. Did you see his Rock and Roll Hall of Fame acceptance speech? No, no. that guy is fearless. You got to watch it. That's it's so incredible. funny. I almost wore my Neil Diamond sweatshirt today because I have because my mom and my sister and I all went to uh, see him. Uh, about two years ago, when he was up in Seattle, and we bought, and I made us all matching shirts. Homemade, like, glitter Neil Diamonds. Homemade, switch. they had giant diamonds on the front of them, and the top facets of the diamonds, I wrote Neil. And then we kept getting stopped by all these middle-aged ladies covered in you know, like Neil Diamond buttons, asking where we got the shirts. I'm like, I made them. <laughs> is, that, is that the subtle meaning behind your diamond tattoo? <gasps> no! But I've, been, I've been asked that. I was like, oh, I chose poorly. <laughs> well, I, I, I used to have a mug that I got at Goodwill that said Diamond Girl. And it, it was clearly like something you could buy at a Neil Diamond show. Like it, and it, was, it was white with, um, with lavender on it. It said Diamond Girl in cursive. Please tell me you drink out of the Diamond Girl glass. I did. But somebody <laughs> stole the damn thing. Oh. I don't know where it went. I'm really upset. Bastards. I, well, had, I had it for a while. It, it was good because it actually held a reasonable amount of uh, of coffee as well. Mm. I know. Well, speaking of th- uh, thievery, you st- now are selling those coffee or the copper, copper cups mugs. still, right? Yes, we are. All right, good. We're still selling those. So they're selling them so you can get your own. Yeah. yeah and quit stealing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't steal them, dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we went through about everything today, with didn't we? That. <laughs> with that, maybe we should have one more cocktail before you know, like maybe listen to a little Neil Diamond, you guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little Neil on the way out. Oh yeah. Maybe I already pulled up some Cracklin Rosie. Maybe I have Neil Diamond's entire catalog on my computer. <laughs> that make me so very happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, SecretSociety.net. That is where you can get all your tickets. And the tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase will be up there soon. So May 21st. Save that date. And we'll have more announcements coming. It's going to be awesome. Mm. Come sing your little hearts out tonight. Yes. Come tonight to sing. Tonight. What time does it start? Uh, Doors 8.30, show 9. Yeah. Not show. You are the show. You can be the show. You're the star tonight. (laughs) Something to know. I would have I would have too much fun. I'd want to do too much banter if I got up on stage. That'd be the problem. Oh yeah, I can see her. How's everybody doing? It's a great audience out here tonight. Out of the secret society. <laughs> this next one goes out to a little lady I met in the back of the room earlier tonight. Yeah, I'd start dedicating him. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I'm uh, I'm only about halfway through this drink too. Um, wow. <laughs> send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail Give us a call five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. I will actually not be here tomorrow. Uh, I am out. But I will be. Yes, Sarah will be. With Lisa Wood. Yes, I am. Uh, so it's going to be very not safe for work, because if you've ever heard Lisa Wood talk, nothing that comes out of her mouth usually is. Yes, mm-hmm. that is true. Oh, and speaking of Lisa Wood, Big Ass Sandwiches, they're having our Fun Employment Radio tax relief special yes. happening at the Southeast location. Did you see how I still got that out, and I drank my entire drink? Drinky, drinky. Drink. 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 See, but now you kind of ruined it when you comment on how well you did I just had to commend myself for how amazing <laughs> it sounded. It's like a verbal high five you just give yourself. <laughs> Did you say that? Verbal high five is just clapping. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's pretty much it is. Okay, um, <laughs> yes, our sandwich is available there. Thank you guys so much for coming in. This is awesome. Thank you for having us. And uh, go to Secret Society, 116 Northeast Russell, secretsociety.net. Go there tonight, sing some karaoke, go see the double clicks on Friday, and everything Al- yeah, else Yeah, Alex Falcon Al- Joe. Alex Falcon. Saturday. Well, I've ran out of words. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> we're just going to cut you off there a little bit. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back. Well, Sarah will be back tomorrow with Lisa with more Fun Employment Radio. Talk up. See y'all soon. Heinz, <laughs> fight, try, rock. 
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> 